Greetings from the center of Canada and welcome to the Fringe Faithful Collective. My name is Mike Powell and this is article episode number 20 entitled Tributary, which is part of a special series dedicated to the unboxing of songs on the 2019 concept album Lunacy and the Second Naivete. The best way for me to summarize the meaning and placement of Tributary as the last track of Lunacy would be to reference the title of a Smashing Pumpkin song, namely, The End is the Beginning is the End. Symbolically, the album I composed finishes where it began, with a westward view of the ocean. As spelled out in article episode 12, one of the metaphors that runs through this project is an Edenic longing of finally arriving in a space where one is able to feel a particular sentiment, such as ultimate peace, being home, or to quote the name of a Radiohead song, everything in its right place. For me, the primary symbol for this has been California, the Pacific Ocean. That vision of looking ahead to an ideal future is indeed alluring, and psychologically probably fills some kind of human drive to remain among the living. In other words, if we were either fully satisfied or completely despairing, any sort of progress or continuance would be impossible. Yet I'm reminded of my ancestors who themselves once looked to the West from Britain, and it leads me to wonder about the circular nature of it all. Because whether it's the next location, the next drink, or whatever, once the initial sensation of newness wears off, the feeling of being unsatisfied again is inevitable, and we're bound to keep on keeping on in a vain pursuit of a perpetually setting sun. But as the name suggests, lunacy has not been about the source of our world's light. The dominant image throughout, of course, is the moon, which despite its allure is barren and uninhabitable. At most, this rock that orbits our own has a slight effect on the water level of planet Earth's tides, and acts only as a reflector of the nearest star. And while it's interesting that the phenomenon of a lunar cycle exists, what's curious is how much significance some read into the recurrent illumination of a celestial body as if these patterns actually mean something. Granted, the shadows that are cast on the moon can serve as helpful reminders of the various phases and transitions that we experience in life. In other words, new and old, birth and death, etc. However, does any sort of moon on a particular day during the year truly communicate something to us, other than the fact that the world we're on is a little more or less in the way of the light traveling toward it from the sun? To say the same thing differently, is something like astrology, or any expression of religion and spirituality for that matter, merely the subjective interpretation of a projection, a desperate trying to make sense of patterns in the sky whereby we arbitrarily assign significance to meaningless things simply because they stand out a little more to us than other things? That's what it seems like to me. Because over these past number of years when I have been intently seeking to discover, ascertain, or confirm what this is about, to quote yet another song's title, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Accordingly, whenever I hear anyone these days who is absolutely certain about what they believe and dismissive or skeptical of any view that contradicts their own, it's a definite indication of delusion. It's like saying those three stars that are commonly referred to as Orion's belt are intuitively and incontrovertibly knowable and known to every person as a specific reference to the actual midsection of a hunter from Greek mythology. It's contrivance. And regardless of any well-intentioned theories or presumed revelations about what's real in this life, 
Unless a particular idea is unquestioningly obvious and directly applicable to our human experience across time and cultures, any attempted systematic understanding of historical events, natural phenomena, and the like is most likely a matter of reading too much into random occurrences and human choice. All this to say, anything that we surmise to be true about what we cannot observe here and now is at best equal in importance to the guesses of others, which to put it plainly, could each be described as various streams of thought leading to one sea of chaos. Myself, I presently cannot claim any more than I don't know regarding the absolute questions of our existence. And I'm just as dissatisfied with those who foolishly opt for blind faith as I am with those who are miserably opposed to religion. What's more, I find no solace in the over-emotionalism of mystical approaches to spirituality. So I'm left to consider a fourth way, that of a resignation to be adrift. That's the picture that Tributary paints. It's finally arriving at the westmost shore, only to find that the promise of fulfillment I've held to for most of my life here on Earth was propaganda. But instead of uncritical acceptance, antagonistic rejection, or overly optimistic attempts to surmount the disenchantment, the only viable alternative I see is to plan to make no further plans. In the face of divine inaction and silence, and the resulting generalized numbness, drifting seems like the only option for me. No set course, no itinerary, no intended destination. Like Floki in the fifth season of Vikings, the final moments of lunacy as an album are aboard a wave-tossed vessel that was put out to sea as a final act of relinquishing control, of openness to whatever is ahead of surrender to the winds and currents of fate without a corresponding belief in fatalism. This living moment to moment is what I mean by the second naivete, and it's all that makes sense to me right now, resolving to know nothing. Because as someone once wrote, with much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief. That's it. The concept album is complete. Thank you for taking the time to read and listen to these existential reflections. It means more to me than you might think. And if you have any questions or comments about what you've seen or heard regarding lunacy, or ideas for future Fringe Faithful Collective article episodes, please let me know. Until then, here is Tributary, which you can freely download or stream anytime at soundcloud.com. Peace and love, sisters and brothers.
moon is full, weakly pushing back the darkness, carrying on its illusion of light. Illudere, the Latin verb to mock. So many illusions I've had to break, so many ways I've been mocked by the above, believing the myth of its illumination. We have been to the moon, divined a complex astrology of the distant stars. We have explored inner worlds and conjured angelic devices that will fit in our pockets. Peace be upon you, the angels say, but peace will not emanate from the cloud. I know that real salvation lies in accepting that we will not be saved. I know that life cannot be about the promise of riches in heaven. It must instead be about facing the abyss, shrugging at the mystery of the lack of planetary meaning, but lifting our heads and deciding to look out for one another regardless. In the days I have ahead of me, I know that there will continue to be pain as well as joy. I'm realistic. Things won't ever make perfect sense. The galaxies tend towards entropic rains. The universe doesn't care. Only we can do that.